0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Local podcast today. Very excited. We are sitting with our dear friend, Ragu Sandara. He is the owner and operator of Always Be Connecting. We're going to learn a little bit about networking, do's and don'ts, and he's going to help you build your network and understand how you can use your connections for whatever it is you want to.
1: My friends, uh, we're excited to be here today at Betty D's studio. Uh, beyond excited to be sitting here with Raghu and Dar. He's one good dude, as we'll get into, and he's really passionate about uh, helping people connect and living the best lives possible. Before we dive into the show, let's hear a word uh, from one of our sponsors. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Jason, have you heard of the six
0: degrees of Kevin Bacon?
1: Yeah, I think I have. Kevin Bacon's a guy in Footloose, right? <laughs> Yes. He like <laughs> okay, six degrees of separation. Tell me a little yes, bit more. Everybody
0: man. in the world is connected to Kevin Bacon in six degrees or less. Yes. Right? I think everyone knows this besides you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> today, yeah. we're going to learn
1: that. I do the- like Footloose. Just throw that out there. We,
0: we, we, no, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Do. So, <laughs> Today, we're going to learn in the northwest suburbs that everybody has six degrees of separation from Raguse and Dara. And, and you think I'm kidding. We He literally walked into the studio today and had an instant connection with someone who was here. So this guy knows everybody. Sure. He decided that he should start his own company, Always Be Connecting, where he can help others with their network, help people connect and, and do things. So we're excited to have him on the show.
1: Yeah, definitely excited. Uh, Raghu, I've known for about a year, year and a half now, and I've learned so much. Uh, from him about being a better human. So he's talking about networking, uh, and, and he's going to talk about connecting people, but it comes from such a genuine place uh, that it's uh, you can't help but to learn from it and to be able to grow from it. So uh, as we dive in today, uh, we're going to go into uh, his passion for networking and how he helps uh, connect people so that he can help people live uh, their best lives possible and also like help grow their business too. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I
2: I really appreciate it. I've been uh, watching you guys for a while and listening to your podcast. It's
1: been great.
0: And we appreciate the support. Yeah, very much so, man. Very much.
1: So uh, before we kind of dive in, I think we're going to talk about a beer or something. Before we get rolling, we
0: also need to talk about what's in the cup today, okay? What? So every show, we like to highlight a local beer that somehow connects us to our guest. Today is no different. The beer that we have today is called In a Bind. So think about it for a second. When you need something done and you are actually in a bind, that is when you really need to reach out to your network to help solve your issues, to help you accomplish whatever your goal might be. The title alone would make this symbolize for Ragu, a home run, right? It definitely meets what Always Be Connecting is trying to do. But wait, there's a little bit more. This dark lager itself is a product of networking between two local breweries. you got Skeleton Key Brewing, which is out of Woodridge, Illinois. And then you got our friends over at Church Street Brewing, which is in Itasca. If you haven't been to Church Street Brewing in Itasca, you'd need to head over to their tasting room and soak up a little bit of the ambiance, as well as their righteously good beer. You can have some of this in a bind, or you can choose any of their 30 beers they have on tap. This year actually marks a decade that Church Street has been pumping out good beer, good music, good times out of Itasca. So help them stay committed to what their ultimate goal is, never sacrificing taste, character, or the community.
1: Cheers, Cheers gentlemen. gentlemen. Cheers. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. right, so uh, Let's dive in, man. Before we kind of get into the networking and all that piece, let's give our audience, like, a taste of who you are. Uh, yeah. Where are you from that whole nine.
2: So, yeah, I was uh, born at Lexington Brothers Hospital in Elk Grove Village, and I uh, grew up in the Schomburg area, um, and uh, my parents came to the United States back in the 60s. And I awesome. didn't have any cousins here, so didn't have other than just friends.
0: Were your parents and, together when they immigrated? Yes. Okay, so they yep. were together, but they had nobody else.
2: Yep, just nobody them. else, okay. just them. Came here, now they, they, they met people that spoke the same language here, yep. became friends with them. But for the most part, uh, 99% of our family has always been in India. And so uh, being with, in that situation, I don't know what came first my my uh you know my approach to making friends or that forced me to make friends but my friends uh became my family and to fill that void and so growing up i always had different groups of friends uh you know sports friends um you know temple indian temple friends uh, family friends that that we grew up together um you know high school friends uh college friends
0: yeah and, and so they were all different, different group. Like nobody, you were the common element in all those groups, common right? element. Yeah, it wasn't like three kids that were always in these groups. No, no, it was. Okay.
2: It was yeah, it was the, I was. I was kind of like the the connector back then. The the you, you were know, like
1: you. So you're like an OG connector. Is that what you're trying <laughs> to say? Yeah. I was like the point guard, yeah. basically
2: <laughs> of you know the starting five. And I was the point guard, and I remember uh, you know fifth grade uh, going to uh, my birthday party at. Hoffman Lanes, which is no longer there. I think they just imploded that building.
0: I think so, all bowling alleys are going. I think Elk Grove Bowl is, is done at the end of May.
2: Yeah, it's about to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I remember it's going to a birthday yeah. party there, and I was thinking about this just the other day. And uh, I had, you know, 15 of my friends there, and but five different groups of friends made up the, that people, that the the kids that were there. And to this day, I probably still know and hang out with 10 out of the 15. Yeah. So it's... And, and two of them I still bowl with at Poplar Creek Lanes in Hoffman Estates. It's just, it's so cool to be able to have that type of. Uh, what's your connection. average score?
0: Like uh, what is your this year, handicap or whatever. This yeah.
2: year, it's about 190, but usually I'm around 205.
0: Ooh, that's actually, that's pretty good. Yeah. You got to brag. Well, I've been, born. Kinda, I've been like I've been bowling like, how for a shoe bowl? Uh, bowl. I've been in a bowling league four years and uh, I bowl once a month.
1: Once a month? Yeah. So, what's your score though?
0: I don't. I don't think I would like to talk
1: about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not one ninety. Like, Mine isn't either. It's much shorter. There. There. With my handicap,
0: I no. might be at like one eighty yeah. with the handicap. <laughs> no, my average is like one thirty five. Yeah.
2: But I've been bowling for like thirty years, yeah. so. Well, and I also bowl, you did something for I bowl years. with my
0: other for hand. Sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm a righty. I bowl with my left to make it tougher. But you probably mm-hmm. use your dominant hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. fine. Yeah. You exactly. like you like things easy. Yeah. I like a challenge. Yeah. yeah, you it's would
2: dominate on the football field. Both of you, right? So
1: <laughs> Mike's a really big BS I'm just gonna throw. Uh, oh yeah. Right
0: <laughs> I, I, the problem Full with bowling disclaimer. is I always uh. you're always like a board off.
1: It's very annoying. And that's all it is. I, it's, uh. it's like a game of literally millimeters. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Cool. So I uh, went to Conant High School yep. um, and then uh, from there, obviously uh, a few years back, uh, from there, where did you go and kind of what, what led you to where you're at right now?
2: Yeah, so I, I went to uh, Purdue University in Indiana. And Boiler uh, up, yeah, boil her up. Yeah, boiler up. Number four in the country right now. Beautiful. Yeah, so uh, don't want to jinx them. So that's where I met uh, my wife, Pam, um, and she was from Indiana. So without Purdue, we definitely wouldn't have met. And um, so that, that was awesome. And, uh, and so I graduated from there, uh, got into sales with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Uh, worked there for about four years. Mm-hmm. Um, then went into the, got into the insurance industry with uh, AAA. Worked there for about six years and I was a manager there. So I would hire, train, motivate sales reps there. Um, wanted to move upward and found an opportunity at Liberty Mutual. Worked there for about six years and was at that point was it in corporate america for 18 years and i've always wanted to open up my own business so i came to a crossroads and said hey let's let me open up in the same community i grew up in so i opened up uh, an all-state agency three years ago to actually our anniversary was two days ago for our three-year anniversary awesome so, congratulations Yeah, thank you.
0: So what drew you to sales? You know what I mean? Like, it seems like every job you've had has been sales. So, like, what about you or what about sales drew you to it?
2: Yeah, so even in college, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, I think when I did the uh, career fair at at Purdue, uh, I think I was just drawn to something that would match my personality, allow me to talk to people and interact with people and have relationships. I love building relationships with people and um, just building off those and... Um, I think that sales is a great industry yeah. to take advantage of that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. You seem like you have a, to know you for, you know, a year, year and a half or so, you seem to have like a really big passion um, for sales, but I wouldn't call it sales. Like I would call it like you really want to help people like, be do really good, like simplest way to say that, or, or to solve their need for them. Uh, and it's, it's super genuine. And like, don't trust me. Like I was like, my radar was up. Like, cause this guy like legit. Like he's saying he's a networker and he's a connector and all this. Like my radar uh, was up flat out. But after I got to know you, uh, the words I think of uh, are authenticity and you're just genuine. Like you genuinely want to help people. Where uh, Where does that come from?
2: I think my my, uh, dad and and both my parents, but my dad, you know, who uh, I remember growing up and he would always do business with people in the area. Like he wouldn't go to the Buick dealership back then. Buick was still around and we were a Buick family. And so he wouldn't go to the Buick dealership to get his his Park Avenue serviced. (laughs) He would take it to, and I still remember this, to Merlin's Muffler in off of Irving park road over by Barrington road over there. And he used to tell me about it. And I say, why would you take it there, dad? And he would brag about how he knows the owner there. And it's,
1: it's from there. I'm like, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I could see you doing that with Priya. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I I just thought it was cool to have relationships and it's like, you know, also they know where your car's been, you know, you go back to the same place, they appreciate your business and you take that and you, why wouldn't you take that same philosophy with anything that you do? And that's why I learned it from my dad. And uh, he, I I really, uh, I think he was, he was in sales too. He was a a financial advisor. And so I think he, that's, which is a much, much longer sale than auto and home insurance. Like I do. Um, So he, he did have to develop relationships. I think that's where I saw it. And I, 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 I was like, I just always admired that about him.
1: It's really awesome, man. I see that in you as I gotten to know you. And I think there's power in knowing the owner or knowing the person that runs the place. Uh, it, I learned a lot uh, over the, the COVID timeframe as we come out of this. Um, but I learned uh, that the small businesses that make up our downtown areas or make up our main streets or Northwest highways or golf, um, you know, they're the people that are our neighbors. They live in our community. They do life in our community just like us. So it's important for us to like, take care of each other and support each other. There's corporation places that you could go to, but when you support a mom and pops, when you support a place where the owner lives here in the community, you're really keeping your dollars here in the community, which is, is super important, especially as we continue to go forward, like no offense, Amazon, like you want all of our jobs. So like, (laughs) I think it's super important to be able to take care of those, uh, those small business owners. Yeah.
0: And I think you get a lot more face to face interaction with somebody. Like you, you can't always just go through an app. You can't always go through a website. There's something to be said for like actually talking to someone and they don't tell you, well, that's not our policy. I can't do this. I can't do that. I feel like when you go to someone local, you usually get better service. I feel a little more attentive, sometimes more skill than you would get from a corporation.
2: Totally. They know you're going to come back. And so they want to, they know that you want to come back and you're going to give, give them way more referrals than somebody who buys online.
0: Absolutely. So at some point, you obviously felt you were well connected that you wanted to branch out and do something else in terms of networking. So like, where did, when did that come across? Like every superhero has an origin story. Where's the origin story for always
1: be connected. And you have your cape on representing your alma mater. (laughs) (laughs) Superhero what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So where it all started, I, I, back at AAA, the first thing that they told me, you know, uh, my management, my, one of my mentors told me there was that I should join a chamber. So, the first chamber I ever joined, believe it or not, uh, seven years into being in sales was in Joliet. We were living in Romeoville. Okay. So, I managed the Joliet, AAA, Brook, and the Plainfield branches. And so, I joined the Joliet uh, Chamber of Commerce. And that was, I didn't even know what to do there. It was weird. Yeah. I just, I was like, whoa, you just this, show up in this. Yeah. Gym, yeah. It was a great chamber. They were very welcoming. Um, the second one, I joined Plainfield and so got my feet wet there, saw what it was about, joined a referral group. I just went through the motions. I didn't really do anything. So it was weird, but I, but it was good. It was good exposure. Um, and then from there, what happened was uh, being a manager at two insurance companies, I hired and trained uh you know, about 50 sales reps between the two branches over the course of those 12 years there. And so over the course of 12 years, I would mentor and coach sales reps to go to the chambers in their area that they either lived in or where our branch was. So over the course of 12 years, I worked, I worked 18 different chambers in 14 of those 12 years there. So now, you know, in 15 years, I've been a part of 18 different chambers. So that showed me what a good chamber looks like, you know, what different people, you know, what different industries are looking mm-hmm. for, what givers look like. Um, and I didn't know what givers, what that even meant until three years ago where I, as far as the de- definitions.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this, what, do you, what do you mean by givers?
2: So yeah. somebody, uh, somebody who just gives to, to, to give blind trust. Um, okay. I, I want to see the best in you. I want to see you succeed as a business owner, we're meeting up and I find out who do, who, you know, who's a good prospect for you. Who's a good customer for you. Yeah. Who's also somebody that has referred you before. So a CPA refers you. So me thinking, well, I know three CPAs. Well, maybe I don't need to introduce you to all three of them, but let me try to get in touch with one of them, introduce you to better yet. I'm actually meeting one them next week. Why don't you come along? Let me just text him or her and see if she's okay with you showing up. Yeah. And then doing things like that, that type of go, like the giver mentality. There's this book called the go giver. And I you did a pre- presentation on that, right? Yeah. yeah always cool. be connecting yeah. the presentation I did. And I always reference the go giver and one of the basic principles of the go giver. And I'm pro- probably paraphrasing right now, but it's to give way more in value than you take in payment.
1: Say, yeah. say that again. To
2: give way more in value, <laughs> to give more in value huge. Yes. than you take or collect in payment yeah
0: which is not a well-used philosophy these days so like really absorb that you rewind it listen to that part again yeah it is important i think a lot of people always the the whiff what's in it for me kind of mentality Mm -hmm. when you're kind of looking the opposite way like what's in it for them right you're trying to serve them and in turn serving them will serve you know you and everyone else around yeah. I look
2: at it as, as it's, it's a dead battery. Somebody's got to jumpstart it, For sure. right? One yeah. of us. Yeah. We're there together. Why, why, why should I or why should you have to do it? Why can't I do it first? But if we both think like that, what if we both are
1: givers at the same
2: time? What would that look like?
1: Yeah. Beautiful synergy, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I've, uh, I learned a lot from networking. I think I made that pretty transparent in our conversation from you. Uh, and, uh, I didn't, uh, going into the SBA, uh, or Palatine chamber, uh, which is becoming a multi uh, chamber, uh, now, but, uh, going in there, I didn't really, uh, I didn't understand, uh, the art, uh, that goes behind, uh, behind it. And I can honestly say, like, I learned a lot from just the way you went about business what I learned, uh, that it's so much better to give. Uh, even then to receive. Uh, so when you're giving and you're helping people with referrals and, and helping them grow their business, there is a uh, genuine, uh, uh, very welcoming gr- show of gratitude by that person that you're helping them uh, achieve something. So when you leave with that giving, and it's not only been referrals that you've given in. I've seen you give in so many different ways. Uh, um, but it, it's really, it's a powerful thing. It's, it's better to give than receive. And that person wants to, Give back to you the right people, right? If they're not takers, which I'll have you go in on that in a second, but um, if they're givers too, down deep inside, that's it's pretty powerful, right? Absolutely. Um, we've talked about givers and takers, right? That's kind of like a thing that we we've talked about numerous times. Go into like the taking side of it, what do you what do you see out in these chambers or out in these networking groups um, that uh, shows a taker?
2: Yeah. So a taker usually. A lot of times, they a lot of times they don't even know they're a taker. Yeah. Uh, they're thinking of themselves. When you're talking, they're thinking about what they're gonna say. They're not even listening to you. They're just oh, thinking. I'm sorry, about... what did you say?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my next line.
2: <laughs> takers, takers only call you when they need something. You know, takers, is, takers drain true, your energy. Though.
0: That is totally true when you say that. Because I have some friends that I've met through, like you know, family, kids, whatever. And it's like, Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you help me with that? It's like, I literally feel like I work for them yeah. at, at times and there's nothing that they're giving back. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm, it, I'm guilty of that. Like I don't even, and after hanging out with you, I don't even I call talking. those people. You're the one <laughs> I was talking about. I don't even, if I can't feel like I'm giving in a, uh, in a relationship, uh, if I don't feel like they offer that person value, I am, Uh, Now, because uh, just learning some of your philosophies, I am slower to reach out to that person, even for it's for the basic thing, because it's it's about win win relationships at the end of the day, right? So, like, if I'm not giving to help this person, why can't I be just asking for that take, right? Yeah.
0: Let's do a segment like you know you're a taker. If (laughs) If you fill fill in, what would be a (laughs) taker?
2: Um, Is that like a Jeff, Jeff uh, Fox yeah.
0: Yeah, type of thing? We, we don't say Jeff Fox because now we got to pay him. Oh, Jeff F. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny guy. He's I just made guy. this up
0: myself, ragu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, what, well, do, you, what well, do you see some takers yeah, what doing are some out there? What are some examples?
2: So, our character. Yeah. Characters? I mean, they, they usually complain about problems and never come up with solutions on their own. Yeah. yeah. They want you to solve their problems for them. Um, you know, they they have a scarcity mindset. So here's a scarcity mindset example for you. You got two realtors that walk into a networking event. This is not a joke, by the way. It's not a it sounds like is there a so... rabbi too? Two realtors and a rabbi. There's
1: two community first realtors sitting here <laughs> yeah. waiting for you to hear what you have sure, to say. Sure, Ragu, no. go ahead. So a scarcity
2: mindset of a taker would, would would be both of them, if they're takers, they would say, Well, why is there another realtor in the group? Like, what's the point of us being here? I don't see that. Yeah. They're know, only worried about themselves. Then yes, yes, yeah. yeah. They're they're worried about well, how thought. is this person? This person is going to take business away from me. Yeah. Versus, how many realtors there are in the state of Illinois? There's probably over like. 8,000. The market's yeah. good. There's yeah. like ten, t-
1: like tons times tons. So there's plenty of business yeah. out
2: there for everyone, so right? Yeah. The uh, the opposite of that is an abundance type of mindset where there's plenty of business out there. How can we work together? Maybe, maybe how can we work together? There's tons of ways that people can work together um, even in a competitive role. Cause there, you might be working with um, different types of buyers or look, they're looking for distressed homes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other people, other realtors might not, you might do commercial, 100%. you might do residential. So yeah,
0: yeah that's but true. They,
2: they go into it thinking like that. And then their tone of voice shows that for sure. And that's what it happened. shows what
1: they're thinking about first. It's not about giving. It's not about helping totally. other people genuinely because you see, oh, I, I just met you. You could do you could solve this problem for people. Then you meet another person. Hey, I just met somebody that could solve your problem. Connect. Yeah. Right. And, and kind of bring them together. Yeah. I
0: just thought of another really good one. If you know what somebody does, what their job is within like five minutes of meeting them, they're a taker. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because I've known people and they're like, I don't even know what you do. They're like, well, you never asked me what I do. Yeah. I would, I always say,
2: lead with something you love. Like, lead with something. Like, if you're passionate about a charity, lead with that. Yeah. Because
1: what what do you think Love Local is, man? That's what it is. It's it's leading to do some good and to get some good vibes out there into our world. But you guys
2: have been doing it for a while. And that's why when I first met you guys, that's why I admired so much about you guys, because you guys are doing so much for the community. And you are doing it to give. You guys are basically volunteering your time to give back in a genuine way. And that's what I love about what you guys do. But it's
1: it's, it's because that it's better. We've learned that it's better to give than receive. Totally. We it, to truly want somebody else to be happy and to be successful in their job uh, and to help people grow their business. Like it feels good from the inside to do that. Uh, what I could say from... Being a taker, because I didn't know it. I didn't know I was a taker, it, it, flat out. But I, I, I look back on my life and I've seen that. Uh, to learning some of the principles that I've learned from you, it's more so much more abundant. Uh, when you get to think about, hey, I get to help this person uh, and I get to support this person and let me connect this person. Uh, it makes life exciting, in, in my opinion, uh, very much uh, so. Uh, simple as that. So like,
0: let's talk about always be connecting. If I am interested, I don't know anything about my network. I know like a hundred people and I need help. What do I do? I mean, how do like, what's a typical person who comes to you? What's a typical person you're looking for?
2: And how do you help? So it's anybody who either doesn't feel comfortable with networking. Somebody who has even been in the business for 20, 30 years, but they're just not getting what they think they should be getting out of networking. So if they're joining a chamber or any specific organization that they want to get more out of or just in their natural market, they want to get more out of it. I can help them identify power partners and power prospects. So meaning power partners are people that would refer them business, meaning in my line of business, insurance, a power partner for me, residential realtor. They control the home buying process. That's a perfect example of somebody who I would love to meet realtors. And they Uh, say, hey,
0: you need insurance. You talk to Ragu.
2: Exactly. Okay. So
0: that's a power. Partner. Partner. So a power partner for me would be like a lender. Yes. Or would be somebody that would, you know, car insurance salesman, car salesmen are perfect. Handyman. Yep. Handyman, things like that. Okay. All right. So that's a power partner. And everybody wants power partners. Yes. And you should. Well, they should you should want them. And you probably have some power partners. Almost everybody probably does. You would also help them utilize those power partners or understand who they are and then utilize them.
2: Utilize them. I would connect them to new ones as well. Gotcha. So I would help them strengthen relationships with existing ones, identify new ones, help them find new ones. Either I could go out there and find them. Right. Or I can help them train them and coach and motivate them on how to ha- have, have them navigate paths on getting yeah. and achieving more relationships with power partners.
0: Okay.
1: Awesome. You have, you have a quote that we pulled uh, from your uh, Facebook and LinkedIn page. Um, it kind of ties into this, but I want you to uh, kind of tell us where your mindset was when you wrote this quote uh, quoted from ragu. Everything I can do can be done through my network. If it can't be done through my network, then I need to grow my network. What does
2: that mean? So, I, pretty much anything, if I'm, I have my calendar in the week, anything that I do, so if I have to take my car and for an oil change, I'm going to take it to somebody I know. Right. Why I want to keep it as local as possible. Yeah. My, my, take my, care money. Your own mentality, Taking my, my, yeah. yeah. It, Whether it, it's a heat map of where I grew up, um, the, the, I want the money going local. Right. And same thing with, you know, dry cleaning, same thing. Any type of shopping that I do, anything, if I need something fixed in my house, why would I do it if I know somebody or somebody that I know knows somebody that can do it way better and they do it 10 times a day? Um, and so and then if I can't find that, right, if I if I don't have somebody, actually, this happened the other day, uh, Our garage door opener spring broke right before the snowstorm just
0: happened to me like a month ago yeah
2: Yeah. so it was crazy so i look on the sticker on the door and that sticker's been on there since we bought the house so yeah maybe it's 15 years old that sticker that says the name of a company so i could i had two options i could have called that company or i called one of my buddies in our we all know him and he works for a bank and i asked i said hey who do you know somebody who's a customer of yours that owns a garage opener company, a garage company. And he floated me the, uh, the cell number of that person. I called that person first thing in the morning and that specific person answered the phone and said, hey, and I said, hey, this person referred me and instantly, yeah, I could just he- he- feel it in his voice. He's like, yeah, we got you. And you they were out care of yeah. And right. they took care of us within three hours, boom, done. And I felt so good about keeping it there and so just going back to that, it's just, I love keeping it as local as possible. If I, and, and so that's what I did, had to do. I had to grow my network there because yeah. now I know this person.
0: So I had the same thing happen, except mine was the cable, actually. It wasn't the spring. You know, like
2: the cable Oh, side.
0: okay. So my door's all cattywampus. And there's, there's this big picture of this guy's face. And I bought this house like 10 years ago. I've never had a garage door fixed. So this guy's got to be at least more than 10 years in business. So I call the number because he's on my door. And I said, hey, are you still in the garage door business? That's a relevant question. He goes, I answered the phone, didn't I? And I go, all right. <laughs> right? This is literally how the conversation started. So I go, my garage door is broken. He goes, oh, what's wrong with it? I go, I don't know. It's all cockeyed, basically six inches on one side and four inches on the other. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's probably, you know, you probably need to call. I go, great. Can <laughs> I call?
1: Can you go <laughs> out? He yeah. goes,
0: maybe Tuesday. This is like a Sunday. And I go, that's not going to work. You know, so then I hang up the phone and I asked for somebody, and they gave me a local company. I called them; they answered the phone Monday morning. Called me back, said they'd be there in two hours. They showed up in two hours. The guy ripped the the. They did rip the tag down and put his face on it. Oh, of course, so I got yeah. a new
1: face. But but you're absolutely right. Like <laughs> a, a face that solved your problem. I, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't. The best part was
0: like I answered the phone, didn't I? And I'm like, all right, wow, so this is how wow, it's nuts. I mean, I do agree if you do refer somebody, and I don't. I will say I'm kind of bad when I get a referral. I don't say, hey, this person referred me. I guess maybe I should do that more often because no. then that just keeps the love kind of you know, full circle. But like, um, you do get better results, I have found, by using referrals. And I am not a person that likes to refer easily. I'm a hard referral. So like, I need to feel comfortable with somebody. I need to feel like I understand the business yeah. that people are doing. Versus I like your philosophy you told me the other day. Just refer them out. Just If you know somebody, give them a shot.
1: and
2: the reason why i do that it's i just think about is blind trust referring blind trust giving and the reason is is because what's the alternative you know it i would be telling them to go to google and search there what's the difference yeah why is that any better why because they have a better rating or go to facebook iso Mm -hmm. in search of and you get 55 comments what makes the first comment better than the 55th comment the Mm -hmm. recommendation
0: well, on Google, they're better at search engine optimization. So obviously, you know, that's why they're number one. Oh, yeah. And in Facebook, they just have a lot of people who constantly say their name. Sure. Yeah. Or they could have just
2: be <laughs> really good at that, knowing what drives that algorithm. I always love.
1: Yeah, for sure. A hundred, that, I that's love a thing. on Facebook when people say
0: things and you get like a thousand people commenting <laughs> mm-hmm. on, on like a million different. Like, mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. you have somebody you can call? Why are you asking everybody in Facebook? I need an ice maker. Who do I call? Like, don't you know somebody that you can talk to?
1: Yeah. (laughs) If somebody is just starting out uh, with building up their power partners and their network, what would be a couple pieces of advice that you would give them?
2: I would say keep an open mind. Like, literally, don't think you know when you meet with somebody who, even if they're not a power partner, uh, I'd rather have a connector that is now not a general you know, natural power partner when it comes to industry versus, and now here's a clear, clear example. I would rather meet a connector who's not a realtor and who's retired than somebody who is a realtor. Who's not a connector. Yeah. Now, now I would my, love to be a realtor I, I that's a connector good. for sure. But that's both. By that's connector, perfect. you mean yeah. someone
0: who has that, that passion that you do to, to make people, Come together, so and that to make recommendations, and to actions. connect
2: people. Yeah, to solve problems for people, and that's the biggest thing. That's all this is: is if you're solving problems for people of stuff that you don't even do, they're going to come to you for something you do because they're like, "Man, yeah. if Rugu's this good when he's not even my agent, how is he going to be when he is my agent?" When yeah. in that, in, in, in the end, I don't really yeah. care. They don't have to ever be. I've had customers care refer me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving the value up front. And I'm not asking for anything in return, but what happens is you create this sales karma, this customer service karma, this connection karma. And it it just comes, it's a, you get things without being, ex, without ex, expecting them. And if the at the worst thing that happens is that I'm helping my network get stronger.
1: If my network gets stronger, I get stronger. Totally. And vice versa. It's true. It's 100% true. Uh, what, uh, a- I, I'm an avid reader, and I like to read, learn, soak things. in. Uh, are there any books or any yeah anything like that where you, you we, like learn about connecting from the ground up that you would recommend? Uh, we're not connecting type thing. Probably
0: yeah. something written by yourself. Do You yeah. have a book out there. I don't have a that, book. I do not have a book. Yeah. A book. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you, you did something. I forgot the name of. Was it the the Go Giver that you did in your presentation? Yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's
2: the book that really you know, started my mentality of, uh, you know, focusing on giving, focusing on giving, like having a process behind giving. And so what I was, my mentality is obviously that quote, that's, that's, that's where it all starts. But when I meet with somebody and I'm meeting with them for half hour, whatever it is, I'm finding out what they're about, what, why, what do they do and why do they do it? And then if I find out who their power partner is or power prospect, my goal is to within three weeks, introduce them to either a power partner or power prospect. And if I can't do that, I shouldn't do what I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. That's, I mean,
0: you did, you did it to me. I think you, you referred somebody to me within like two weeks of going you.
2: And that's because that I have thing. a process behind yeah. it. So like, it's almost like, you know, it's, I have a process and it's, it's, a, I have a, like, I, I, I use my calendar a lot. I use Outlook calendar. Um, and I really, when I, each week, how I do it is I look at all the people i met throughout the week because everything is on my calendar. So maybe Saturday or Sunday and I take an hour, right? I'm just looking and I, and I just go through and I do some reflecting on who did I meet and what were the, the promises or the, you know, the expectations of our relationship. And I'll, and I'll try, that's where I try to fill the gaps. And I look to the following week and say, well, these, any of these people in the following week, would they help people in the, the week that I just met people in? Yeah. Any of the prospects that I have customers, any of the friends that I'm meeting with, hell let me look at the last fifty texts that I sent to people in friends and family even, and do they have anything to do with this and it's almost just like a brainstorming session and it only takes an hour, and I've been doing it for so long that it it's it's pretty efficient yeah but it it's so uh beneficial
0: Your brain just mapped that way though like this is not something that you can teach people to be better and be
2: closer to what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But like, you're not
2: just going to wake up and for sure. Yeah. My mind works that, but that way, but my processes maximize
0: that. Yeah. That makes sense. They they do. So like, I want to become a customer, right? So I re I I reach out to you. I get your number. Yep. What does that look like for me? Like, you know, like on day one, what is it? What am I getting into? What what are you offering?
2: Yeah. So really it's a, it starts with a 30 minute to an hour, you know, uh free, free connection call right and with connection call would be either in person zoom however a phone call and really it would come down to i'm trying to figure out what you're looking to accomplish yeah and i'm not gonna go into it and say hey i can do this this and this i gotta figure out what you're trying to do it might even come down to say you know you don't even need my help you're really good at what you do tweak right. these couple things and you know, join this chamber or join this referral group. I have a, there's a, my buddy is looking for commercial realtor in this real gr- referral group and that's what it comes down to. But, but also it comes down to, okay, well, do you want me to help you with 24 seven access to me coaching? You want everything and I, anything. And I have, you know, I fee, I have a monthly fee for that, or I can do hourly so the coaching. Things. So
0: like 24 access to you is basically like, Hey, I've got this problem. I need help navigating through it. I mean, it's anything they want to bounce off of you in terms of networking. anything, connecting. anything.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I love it. I mean, so if I
0: pay you a monthly fee, I can call you at two in the morning.
2: Yes. You All can right. call me at two in the morning.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> i up, I'll answer. The answering the hardest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The answer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think like, as in anything, the unknown is what is the barrier for people to try it. So I don't know what I need from a network coach, right? I'd always be connecting. Sounds great. I've seen you in action. Otherwise, I really wouldn't. It'd be hard for me to conceptualize, sure. but it blows my mind. Anywhere you go, you find somebody or connection within minutes, which is just right. But I think they really need to have that call with you to understand what the potential to unlock it. Mm-hmm. Like just listening to this isn't going to give them that. They need to have that one on one talk to see how, how your brain would map out what their networking should be, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Cause it's tough to, you can't just, it's, it's almost like a mindset, but it's got to be tailored to their business or their personality. Everyone's yeah. different. And uh, there's probably people way better than me at this. Yeah. And so I, I want to find out what they actually care about most so I can just focus on that and tailor my services, my mentoring towards whatever they need.
0: And I can tell you have a gift. I mean, like you do, it's it's inherent. So you should definitely share it. I would recommend everyone at least take the 30 minute call, figure it out, understand what unlocking potential could be. Okay, so if people want to connect yep. with you, what are some ways that they can get a hold of you?
2: So the best way is to text me on my cell, 847-302-0690, uh, social media. So I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn.
0: Are there going to be any like live abc events or always be connecting events coming up is there anything where, where there's things that people can engage with
2: yeah march 1st i will be speaking at the engaging speakers group okay. in Schomburg. okay and uh that should be a great event there um alan stern spoke at the last one really it was awesome
1: yeah. It was my first time in an engaging speaker's event, and I thought it was uh, put together really well. Uh, Alan knocked it out of the park. Can't wait to be there for yours. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: I love his tagline. It's like, the car buying process so easy, you'll brag about it or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's good. He's that, a good wh- dude. Whoever wrote He's a good that, dude. Yeah. that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. He's smooth. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Smooth operator.
0: All right, ragu. my cup is almost empty. Obviously, that means it's time to wrap it up. So seriously, I really want to thank you for sitting down, talking about networking, giving us some tips, some givers versus tankers, takers and what those philosophies mean. I sure hope a lot of people learned a lot from listening to this. Maybe they can go out and make an impact on local businesses, and it would be awesome if everyone just thought, what would Ragu do, right? So WWRD from now on.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, what would Ragu do, guys? We went over a high-level overview of of. of- the value set that that Ragu is going to be able to offer, Uh, check out the links and all that sort of stuff to be able to follow him and to learn more about him. But Ragu, it's been an honor to have you on here. It's been an honor to get to know you and see you do your thing and to truly genuinely help connect people. Uh, Keep doing your thing, dude. I look forward to seeing you grow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. You guys are really, really uh, great at what you do and I appreciate everything you do for the community. Yeah. It's our pleasure,
1: brother.
0: For Mike and Jason, thanks for listening to Love Local today. Every community is made of unique and interesting people. Ragu is just another example of that. So until next time, support local, love local, where you are all stronger together.
1: Peace out, friends.
0: Peace.